The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Hello, and welcome to Cast a Strong Style. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, none other than Anwar Starwin. What's going on, Anwar? What's up, Don? What's up, audience? It's, it's nice to be back. Yes, we are back once again, being brought to you by the CSPN. You can find the CSPN on the web at CSPN.us. You can also subscribe and download Cast a Strong Style through Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and YouTube. So, Anwar, it is that time, my friend. We are talking about the best of the Super Juniors. To start off, we have some news. As Doki and Ren Narita are going to replace El Desperado, who was injured via a broken jaw, and Flip Gordon, who had visa issues and could not get into the country. So right off the bat, we have some changes to the lineup. So some people who had scouted out their block. Now they have some, you know, new guys they got to look at. Big spot for Ren Narita. Get him some much needed experience outside of the young lion camp. So it should be a fun experience for him watching him go through this. Yeah. That brings us to night one, where we have the legend, Tiger Mask, facing off against another legend, Taka Michinoku. Taka, uh, Tiger Mask, excuse me, counters the Mikinochu driver and gets the crucifix for a two count. The Tiger driver follows and Taka kicks out. They trade kicks and the Tiger suplex finally gets the pin for Tiger Mask as he starts off this year's tournament with the first two points. Tiger Mass always brings it in. That's the Super Juniors because he spends most of his entire year just in multi-man tags and whatnot. So he, he uses the opportunity to show out. So Tiger Mass doing, showing showing off, doing, doing the damn thing. It's nothing new. I like that the two legends of the tournament got to start the, the whole tournament off, you know, showcase against each other cool little way to, I guess, you know, pay respect and show homage to Taka and Tiger Mask. So that's a nice little touch. Our next match on night one, Teton versus Kanemaru. They trade strikes and chops. We get a leaping kick by Teton, but Kanemaru cuts him off with a tornado DDT. Kanemaru gets the whiskey, but misses the mist and Teton locks on Titan X and cradles Kanemaru for the win. Solid match, but not memorable. Yeah, just a a good uh, way to get uh, Teton uh, some crowd support, get him a solid victory over a veteran, and uh, he moves on to the next day with his two points. Next yep. up, very fun match, match I enjoyed. Marty Skrull faced off against Jonathan Gresham. Gresham fights off the chicken wing as they work in the cradles, but Marty counters and gets the chicken wing. Gresham counters the chicken wing into a pinning predicament, but only gets a two count. Marty escapes the uh, pinning predicament, 
gets a lariat and he follows that out with Black Plague and Marty Skrull gets the win. Christian was awesome. It was nice to see um, Skrull step it up because sometimes Skrull plays the greatest hits and knows he can get away doing just enough to not get like get get the fans to turn against him. Whereas like us hardcores notice the stuff that he's doing. So it's like, but it was cool to see Marty step it up. Grisham is an amazing wrestler, and I just it was it was a great tournament debut for him. So yeah, Grisham is the man. Yeah, yeah, Jonathan Gresham is definitely the man. And it was good to see Marty Squirrel come out and, like you said, give a really uh, high-quality effort. It's been a while since we've seen him uh, in New Japan, period, and in a singles match. So, uh, good, good match from both of these guys. And then, sir, is a match I've been personally waiting for for about four months. Shingo Takagi versus show last of the dragon is fought off by show they trade chops and strikes show starts slapping shingo but shingo headbutts him and then he hits the pumping bomber but show kicks out shingo hits the last of the dragon and that is finally enough to get the win over show ever since they're like um their, their, their first, like, inter, inter, like altercation in the fall of last year. And it's, like, I think it was, like, a tournament final. I think it was the Super um, Juniors, like, Tag League. And there was the finals. And it was, like, ever since there was in that interaction, it's like, man, really want that match. And they kept teasing us and teasing us over the coming months. And then they finally gave it to us. And it was one of the best matches of the year in, in New Japan. And one of the best matches like I've seen overall is just it just was everything I, I was hoping it would be. And yeah, show lost again, but he he got close. It was really close. So it's like you keep chasing that opponent and you get closer and closer bit by bit. And it's definitely the type of like feud you can play the long game with. I was not disappointed in my four month build up for this match. These two guys, both show, basically set out Shingo as his number one target in this whole tournament. Shingo was like, "Uh, I beat him all the time. He's really nothing. But I think (laughs) show definitely got his attention after this match. And like you said, one of the best matches of the year. If you are uh, follow the WrestleCast, look under the hashtag what we are watching. And you can actually find a link to that match and you can watch it. Shingo versus show from night one of the best of super juniors. Uh, as Caprice Coleman said, uh, yeah, this was our main event. Uh, this match that we're about <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just a, a time a time holder to make sure we had a three hour show. Yeah, it, we all knew it was the main event. But then we say that. And the next match was pretty cool, too. Yeah, man. Taji Ishimori faced off against Dragon Lee. Ishimori counters the des- the Descanecadora. I cannot say that to save my life. Descanecadora? The There you go. Descanecadora. Ishimori counters Descanecadora into a crucifix bomb for a two count. Ishimori hits a reverse runner. 
And then uh, Dragon Lee hits his own. Ishimori follows with the lung blower and the bloody cross. And Taji Ishimori, he gets the win over the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, Dragon Lee. So we all know what that means. Uh, not necessarily. It was a dope match, and they it just it was a nice like return with them going against each other. But it had its own like different flavor compared to their like Dun Taco match. And it was nice that Ishimori got revenge, and it got revenge in his hometown. So that was cool. Very very cool. Then we'll move on to night two. As Doki faced off against Ren Narita. Doki fights off the suplex, but Narita hits the release overhead suplex for two count. Doki levels Narita with the lariat, but Narita gets a cradle for another two count. Doki cuts him off and he hits a slingshot DDT. Then the bridging dragon suplex by Doki gets the win. It was a good match. It was it was a, it was a good match to start to be blocked. Yeah, good introduction to both of these guys. They, they were the two replacements in the tournament. So uh, the crowd is really behind Ren Narita. He has a lot of potential, and uh, they really set up his near falls really well. So they've really mm-hmm. had some matches uh, throughout the tournament where he's looked really good and had some awesome chances to shine. Yep, yeah. Rocky Romero, he faces off against Robbie Eagles. Rocky Romero, he lands a flurry of punches and then runs into the turbo backpack for a two count. We get a super kick by Robbie Eagles and the 450 on the knee. And then he follows that up with the Tom Miller special. And a Robbie uh, Robbie Eagles, excuse me, makes Rocky Romero tap out and he gets the win. It was a better match than opener, but I will, it will take some time getting used to Rocky as a singles wrestler again. <laughs> he doesn't want to try to join the commentating booth, man. He 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 he's fighting it. <laughs> El Fantasmo he faced off against Bandito. Fantasmo does a rope walk, and Bandino cuts Fantasmo off and hits the fallaway super moonsault slam and covers for a two count. Bandino looks for the 21-plex, but Phantasmo uses the ref as a shield. He pulls the mask off, and then he hits Greetings from Chasewood Park, and El Phantasmo gets the win. Um, I thought it was a good match, but I felt it felt a little off for me when I was watching it. So maybe at some point, I'll give it another watch. Phantasmo is embracing his full uh, Bullet Club stature with the... Uh, with the old tactics he used to get the win here. Yeah. I don't really got no problem with that, but some of the stuff he'd be doing outside in the ring is real dickhead stuff. Will Osprey, he faces off against Bushi. Osprey counters MX with the head kick. The Robinson special follows. Bushi counters the Os cutter, but Osprey counters the mist and hits an inverted DDT for a two count. The Hidden Blade connects, and he follows that up with the Stormbreaker, and Will Ospreay gets the win. I mean, it, it, it's Osprey, man. Osprey is one of the best wrestlers in the world. If he wasn't on social media as much and pissing people off, people actually probably like him more. 
You got to play the role, man. He's trying to, you know, get people to follow him. He's trying to get his stature up. So, you know, you get people pissed off to talk about you. At least they're talking. I don't know, man. Like, he just, he puts his foot in his mouth a lot. Not as much <laughs> not as much as he used to, but he still do it. Juice is the smartest man because Juice don't be on no social media. We'll have to get into Juice a little bit later as we uh, get into the next, uh, get into the end of the show. Uh, to Gucci, he's in the main event of night two. He's facing off against Yo. Taguchi hits an ass attack, and then he gets the ankle lock. Yo is trapped in the center of the ring, and then Taguchi follows that up with a tiger suplex for a two count. The Don follows for a great near fall, and then Taguchi gets the win with the super Dodon the end. It was it was an enjoyable match, and I really had fun with the comedy spots in it. And it's cool to see Taguchi like actually not fucking around and actually having a nice balance of serious and and fun. Yeah, man, Taguchi's the man. Yeah, cause, uh, this whole time uh, watching this, I actually meant to tweet at you about I'm pretty sure that you're enjoying this run that Taguchi is having so far. Oh, yeah, I've enjoyed it. This is Cast a Strong Style. I'm your host, Don DeLorente. I'm joined by my co-host, Anwar Starwin, and we are reviewing the first week of the Best of the Super Juniors. So we're about to move into night three, and from here, Anwar, we're just going to cherry-pick some of the matches that you like the best. So the lineup for night three, we had Jonathan Gresham taking on Taka Michinoku. Jonathan Gresham got the win. Kenamaru took on Tiger Mask. And Tiger Mask got the upset. Shingo versus Teton. Shingo gets the victory. Taiji Ishimori faced off against Marty Skrull. And Taiji Ishimori was victorious. And our main event was Dragon Lee versus Show. And we saw Dragon Lee pick up the win versus Show. So we'll start with our main event there. Dragon Lee versus Show. Again, Show bringing it. Uh, high quality main event. They had a crazy spot where Dragon Lee hit a suicide dive. It took out like the first four rows. Uh, Show didn't land on his, the flat of his back. He landed like elbow first and you could hear it. And for a second, it looked like he might have like broken his arm the way he was reacting. But yeah, he was in big time pain. That spot was crazy. Uh, I'm just enjoying show in this tournament a whole lot. Yeah, it was just another great match between the two. It seems it's like a starting annual tradition between Dragon Lee and Show, where they just have a really a great best of Super Juniors match. And this is just another example of it. And show. Yeah, show looked strong and was very much in the position to win multiple times. He just, he just didn't. I mean, he just was a little bit unlucky. I love show as a singles wrestler, and I could understand anybody else saying, "You know what? Time to break up that group, that that group, and let show stretch his wings because he's really amazing." What were your thoughts on Ishimori versus Marty Skrull? I, I, that is not a match I would even talked about. If, See, if you would let me just—that's <laughs> that's a match I wouldn't even talk. It ain't even worth talking about. I want to talk about Tiger Mask versus Conor Morrow. Okay, go ahead. 
it, I, I literally felt the animosity between both of them, and because Tiger, Mo, Tiger Mask was literally trying to kill Kanemaru early in the match, and I like how like the roll up pinfall was a great way to cap the match because it's like sometimes matches just end and you got to be ready, and that was just a nice ending. Um, I like how Kanemaru still kept the heat on himself after the match, even though he lost because <laughs> he's he really salty. But yeah, that was cool. Um, uh, Jonathan Grisham versus Taco was like, it was really good for its length. They did a, a lot of good stuff in a little bit of time. And uh, I really like, it was kind of funny to see Taco try to try to try that big brother bully shit on like Jonathan and Grisham was just really not here for any of that shit. So that was cool too. And the only thing I would say about like um, Bone Soldier versus Marty is like I didn't even know about their past history versus each other, and then somebody like broke it down. Like they, I think that was their first like singles match since 2006, where in that match, um, uh, Marty like it's uh, Ishimori were not like clicking in the ring and then like I think I think Marty tried tried like tried tried like Ishimori Ishimori got angry was beating his about to beat his ass and then Marty got the hell out of Dodge and this is what I heard so that was 2006 and this is 2019 so I guess this is the first time they like had this like a solo match system so that kind of might explain the weirdness of that match. But, yeah, man, I mean, he pretty much touched on, like, night three. I mean, Shingo did his thing again, so, like, ain't nothing new about that. So Night four, we saw Robbie Eagles pick up the win versus Ren Narita. We saw Yo fall to Bandito. El Fantasmo, he defeated Bushi. Will Ospreay, he got the win over his Chaos teammate, Rocky Romero. And Taguchi, he got the win over Doki. Let's talk about Robbie Eagles versus Narita. Um, just, like, just like you mentioned early on in the podcast about it's been really fun. Enjoy watching Narita's life improve. And like the match against Eagles was another example of him just growing and getting better. And it's like, I just really enjoyed that match and the ending was pretty cool. And Robbie Eagles been killing it too. So I like, like, I already like his family. So it's cool to see him do well. And was that the match? Oh, hold on. Was that the match where Ren Narita gave him the overhead suplex on the apron on the side of the ring? Man, all these matches kind of blurred. So <laughs> I, I can't, so. I can't. That's very, that's very specific. I, I can't remember that. Uh, I just watched all of these matches in like uh, thirty six hours. That's why. Man, that's so. why I spread. Yeah, that's why I spread your head. Like, I'm, <laughs> nah, I didn't do all that. Um, I, I, Uncle Rocky versus Will Osprey. That was awesome. I did not expect that match. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. And I did not expect that match. It was like, okay, Rocky, you still fucking got it, bro. Like, I I did not expect that. Like, it was it was a, it was shocking, and I'm glad I got to see that match because I was like, oh, Rocky versus Will. Eh. 
it's gonna be good, but it was good, good. So that's pretty much all I can say about like night four. You know who I'm? You got something? I'm just surprised with Bushi right now. Over two. Figure, you know, he's had a strong run with holding the titles multiple times, you know, over the past year. And, you know, he's just coming out here, though, kind of slow out the gate. Who's the bottom guy in LIJ? So it don't really surprise me when he don't get nothing. Because if, if he gets something a lot and, and Shingo gets something, it's it just, I don't it's only so many wins they're going to give. So, you probably just get enough wins to be back next year. But, we'll see. Right. Night five. We had Sho getting the win over Takamichinoku. We had Marty Skrull picking up the win over Tiger Mask. We have Tashi Ishimori defeating Teton. We have Dragon Lee getting the win over Jonathan Gresham. And... We have Shingo defeating Katamaru. Let's just go straight to Tiger Mask 4 versus Marty Scroll. Because I'm going to keep it real with you. I was watching Money in the Bank, and it got to a point where the match I had no interest in watching. And then I watched it. So I said, let me fire back up. Best of Super Juniors. I turned on that, tur- turned on Tiger Mask 4 versus Marty Scroll. And oh my God. To go from watching one thing, that thing, to watching like this, I, it made me appreciate Tiger Mask and Marty Scroll match even more. <laughs> so it's like, it's just, it was a nice bounce back match for Marty after like catching the L. And, and well, like, not necessarily catching the L, but just that poor match versus Ishimori. <laughs> and Tiger Mask just keeps showing out. Like, I mean, this is what he does. This is time of the year, so. Just another good show about Tiger Daddy. I really liked uh, Ishimori and Teton. I liked the story that they were trying to tell because Ishimori's neck was all jacked up and Teton was putting him in all these uh, submission holes, targeting his neck and his shoulders. So I really liked the story that they told in that match. Uh, Dragon Lee, Jonathan Gresham, great story there as well. Dragon Lee trying to wrestle and keep up with Jonathan Gresham, but he figures out he can't, and then he has to kind of dirty up the match a little bit, and he kind of takes over the match and gets the win. And then uh, I also like the story of uh, Kanamaru trying to soften up Shingo from the tag match the day before. You probably didn't mm-hmm. see this, or you might have saw the highlights, but they uh after the match they jump Shingo, uh wrap his leg around the post, hit it with the chair, so he comes into the match, uh not a hundred percent, and uh Kanamaru tries to focus on that, but it's not quite good enough as uh Shingo pulls off the victory. And uh he's one of the uh few guys, I think there's three guys that are undefeated so far still throughout the tournament. I like Show versus Taka because it was just it, it had its purpose and did its thing and got the hell out. So uh, sometimes short and sweet is good. Um, let's see, Kanemaru versus Shingo was a great match and I like the storyline that they did from the previous night building to that match and I was like, 
Shingo pulled that level of match out of Connemaro. And Connemaro is a good wrestler and it could be really good at times, but it's just like I didn't expect that level of match. So, yeah. And even the interferences like Tai Chi and How the Young Lies, they added flavor to it. And the whiskey spot was funny. <laughs> yeah, Shingo's great. Night six, we see Rocky Romero. He gets the win over Ren Narita. Bandito, he hits the 21-plex, and he beat Doki. El Fantasmo, he defeats his Bullet Club teammate, Robbie Eagles. Will Osprey gets the win over Yo. And Taguchi, he defeats Bushi in the main event. What was my what was my favorite? Oh, you got it. What was my favorite? Will Osprey versus Yo. Well, yeah, of course that is listed as my favorite, but I was trying to see other matches on there, and it's like I did. I enjoyed Bandito versus Doki because I like their interline storyline, how they have a history with each other, and it seems like they had the most chemistry. And it drove, at that at that point, that to me was like. Bandito's best match. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like I was watching Bandito, and it's like I know this dude is great. It's just I, I'm not really seeing it as much as I expected to. But then that match with Doki, it, it was just it was cool. It, it, it brought it, and I like Rocky versus Narita too because it was like Rocky was trying to fuck around and mess around with Ren, and Ren was like, uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and almost caught him. He almost caught him at the end. Uh, and I was like, I was, I was really happy that like Narita, Narita is in the tournament because like this kid came off the bench with three days and is just pulling out. Like he's losing, but I'm coming out like more impressed. And I'm like, the future is bright. He's only fucking twenty one. Yeah, man, he's gaining so much experience. So much experience. This is, this is making me like watching this is like making me really think about like please let please let um please let show the BNG one. <laughs> please let him get that please let him get that experience. It, see, this is making me think that now. I it's so many talented people that are deserving of spotting G one and I get why you wouldn't put him like in that spot, but it's like looking at Ren and, and see how he's growing. I'm like, damn, that can really help. Um, to help help his other young line like get that get even more shine. Like, because nothing beats getting getting experience. Yeah, they really need this class to hit because the class that had um, God, what's the dude uh, that Moto loved so much? The young lion in that class. That class of young lions, like all of those guys didn't make it. Like they all dropped out of the company for some reason or another. So it's like they have like a They still got Oka, bro. Oh Oka. Okay, so they still got they still got Oka and they still got um Damn. Kawato. Kawato. okay, okay. But even though Kawato ain't doing too good in, in Mexico, but still if he come back he gonna he gonna he gonna be that guy. I believe in him. 
I like Oka. I like I like Oka too. I, I got faith in them. They got they need this class to be really good. I think this class is gonna be really good. I, I like the I like I like um I like Ren. Mm-hmm. I like um Shota. I like uh I like what's the what's the young dude who played like fo- football like English like American football in Japan. He has a he has a little beard. I think he he's really good. I like him. Uh huh. So they have some they they well they kind of lost one of the young lines. They're not really um good. I guess he got the world title for Kansai Dojo or something. Mm hmm. He, he just yeah. So that that was a loss. But um, it's they still got some really talented people. So yeah, man. Um. As far as like El Fantasmo versus Rob Eagles made me laugh because it was some serious dickhead shit. So <laughs> I, I, sometimes you you like uh, I can get a laugh. And Osprey versus Yo, it was just like thank goodness that Yo got an opportunity to have this level of match because like shows just fucking killing it and just don't want I don't want Yo to become Marty Janetti. No disrespect, no. No dis- no disrespect to Marta Gennetti. <laughs> that was my first thought when I watched this match and it was going on and, and, and after it ended, I was like the same way. I was like, man, I'm glad that show that yo, I mean, got a chance to showcase that he can really go and keep up with somebody in a high, high, high level match like this and show that, you know, he's bringing something to the tag team too. It's not just, you know, all show. Exactly, exactly. Uh, before we move on to the last day in this review, what did you think about uh, Caprice Coleman on commentary, if you listen to any of the American commentary? I, I was like, the first night, I was like, eh, and then I was like, the, le- the next like four or five nights, I just was like, I'm not listening to American commentary. But the last show that, it, that he did, I really enjoyed it. So, I heard he's gotten better. So I may go back and listen to some of his um other like other other shows at some point because I just like eh, I just went straight to Japanese commentary because that's what happens. That's that's what happens with me once I start not not feeling like the commentary team. I just go straight to Japanese because I know they gonna bring fire and energy, and even if I don't know what the hell they say. I know I can feel their I can feel their passion, so I don't know. He he did the same thing Don Callis did on the first night. He got too wound up in the like semi main event <laughs> that he didn't really have nothing left for the final for the main that event. That match was awesome though. You can't blame him for that. That was one of the best matches of the year. You can tell he's been calling marginal US wrestling this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, that's, that's be nice. <laughs> I was going to say some shady shit, but I was like, nah, this is good. But, I mean, I mean, do you blame him? Because, like, you, you come from where you're coming from, and then you come and get to sit front row and watch show, and she go fucking kill it. And then you get to see Ishimori and Dragon Lee. That's ridiculous. And they didn't even talk about Marty Scroll versus Johnson Gresham. Oh, my God. <laughs> you like, yo, that was ridiculous. But yeah, man. So we'll talk about the marathon that is day seven. Woo! 
as as for, for the next four nights, we're gonna have all uh twenty wrestlers in action, so ten matches on the card, all of them best of the super junior matches. Uh we start off with Taiji Ishimori picking up the win over Takamichinoku. Bandito, he got the win over Ren Narita. Jonathan Gresham, he ties up Teton and makes him tap out to get the win. Yo beats his mentor, Rocky Romero, with the calf crusher. Dragon Lee, he defeats Tiger Mask. Bushi finally gets on the board and he beats Doki. Show gets tripped up by Kanemaru while they're on the outside and he can't beat the count of 20 and Kanemaru, the hill master himself, picks up the victory. Robbie Eagles, he falls to Taguchi. Oh, excuse me. Taguchi cradles Robbie Eagles and Robbie Eagles gets the win over Taguchi. Excuse me. Shingo, he gets the win with Last of the Dragon over Marty Skrull. And our main event, we have El Phantasmo getting the victory over his longtime rival, Will Ospreay. Let's go straight to Renderita versus Bandito. Because I really appreciated the love for like Silver King that was shown by Bandito within that match. And I also enjoyed the like performance Narita displayed in it as well. And also, I like that Bandito continued that continues momentum that he built up versus Doki with this match. So that was pretty cool. Jonathan Grisham versus Titan. It was dope, and I like learning that Grisham was from ATL because I like like usually a lot of people I like are from ATL. So I was like. Man, that kind of explains, like, okay, now nah, I kind of, like, maybe this explains why I kind of just, like, I gravitate to this dude. So, yeah, that was kind of, like, that was kind of cool to hear that on comments. I said, oh, what? Word? Okay. So, yeah, man. Yeah, that match versus Tithon was pretty cool. Um, the Yo versus, like, Rocky was really interesting, and they, I, I feel they kind of did some storyline stuff for the future in it. And how they were talking about the fact that it seems like Yo and Rocky are so about the team, 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 whereas Shelby doing his own fucking thing and he's becoming kind of obsessed with Shingo. Kind of like they say, like, maybe maybe we just need to keep an eye on that. Maybe maybe Rocky and Yo be like, you know what? We really don't need you, Show. <laughs> so... That's, that's, I like how you throw little sneaky things in there. Got to be paying attention. But, yeah, they had a cool match, and it was, it was nice to see that Yo get that win over his mentor. Um, The nice pervert video, that shit made me laugh. <laughs> and, 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 and seeing how, like, salty juice was over it and frustrated, <laughs> it made me laugh even more, so... I love I love how Juice sold that shit. <laughs> uh, while you um, while you brought him up, your your thoughts on Juice Robinson on commentary? He's cool. I'm enjoying him. I like Juice though. Mm. Tiger Mask Four versus Dragon Lee. I like how spicy Tiger Mask was in that match. 
like he was breaking out some like hot spots and whatnot. He's like pretty cool. And I don't know if his mask was a tribute to Silver King because I noticed that it was half like his color and the other half silver and black. So I, I don't know if it was or not. But I know they had held a skimmer ceremony for him that same day or something. So maybe it was. I don't know. But I was like, that was pretty cool. Um, and, let's, and let's just stop bullshitting. Let's go to the final three matches because final three matches in night seven were fucking ridiculous. Robbie Eagles versus Taguchi. Another strong performance by Eagles and... And Taguchi has been greater this year in Best of Super Juniors than he was last year, point blank. It's like, with me watching Eagles, it's like, it's kind of, we're seeing him blossom even more, and it's cool to watch. Um, Shingo versus Marty Scroll. I, like, for me, I got it high rated pretty high. It's probably even better than I rated it. It's just, the ref bump was just, it worked, but it was fucking annoying. I love the fact that Brody mind his business for all these fucking matches. But he knew that in this match versus, versus Shingo that Marty needed his help because he was not going to beat Shingo on his own, not on this night. And I kind of like little details like that because, like, Brody's just mind his business. Like, yeah, he might do a little thing here and there, but he got physically involved because he knew, Marty, you can't be Shingo. <laughs> and I like like how Shingo was being the babyface and even apologized to, like, the ref after the match. And it's like, damn, just little things like that, it matters. And I like that um that Shingo was petty and broke his fucking umbrella. <laughs> um... Because I'm here for the pettiness. Osprey versus Fantasmo, Tasmo, and the commentary team breaking down their history and how, like, how, how he got to this point to be and how he kind of turned on, like, Will and has become a real dickhead. Like, I mean, I mean, most of you have seen videos of him messing with audience members, throwing the hat, even the one where he took the hat off the down kid with Down syndrome and threw it. And it's just like, in the commentary that the, like the, everyone, the, like the people that are not from the country will understand when you're in another country, you represent your country and you can't do certain things because it, it reflects on bad on everybody that are not from the country. So I kind of like that. It's kind of a, like a limiting the gimmick type of stuff, and it was kind of fitting that like Fantasmo like was the one to finally beat Osprey and to to get that lead. Even like for me, even like it was like the first match where I was like, okay, Fantasmo got something because. He was good in the other matches, but it's nothing that like was like, oh, he's really, really good. Like this is one of the like, this is the first time I was like, this is okay. You ain't no just, just a regular lot, a lot of hype. Like you actually pretty good. So, Osprey was still better than him in the match, but he like he did enough for me. Like okay, I can take you a little bit more seriously. And 
And then he did some more dickhead stuff to some fans after the match, and I was like, if it, if it, if if you win the block and you keep and you keep keep it up with the dickhead moves, I really hope you get Shingo and Shingo beats the shit out of you. So right now, the people with six points as of the day seven would be El Fantasmo, Shingo, and Taji Ishimori. They're all undefeated so far in this year's tournament. So they're the three to watch, it looks like so far. Unless in the second half we have some upsets and, you know, guys going a couple of match losing streaks, but I don't see that happening, but there's a lot of matches left to go. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, day seven started a stretch of four days in a row where there are going to be 10, car- 10 matches on the card and they're all going to be tournament matches. So, yeah, they're about to run through 40 matches in about a five-day period here. So this is going to be is- really fun. It's really nuts, man. This is something that they don't do. They protect singles matches. For them to do this is crazy. Yeah, they expanded the field this year, and this was one of the things that they had to do to get all the matches in within the time frame. Like, I don't think you could really do this with G1 because some of them wrestlers are really old. So, (laughs) no disrespect, it's just, if you're young, you can recover faster versus person older. It takes a little bit of time to do certain stuff. Right. So, yeah. But, man, I, I, I'm like, yeah, man. It's going to be interesting a couple of days in a row. <laughs> and, and during Memorial Day weekend? Crazy. Uh, the, the, the attrition is starting to show. Guys are taped up. Show's got a bad elbow and uh, Jonathan Gresham's got bad fingers. Uh, Ishimori's got a bad neck. Dragon Lee's got like you know bad neck and shoulders from diving out on to show. So guys are starting to get their 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 bangs and bruises, and uh, starting to affect how these matches are playing out too. Not surprising in the least. And we're starting. I'm gonna turn it over to him for his shout outs and thank yous. Shout out to What Sleep Though. Shout out to um Jupiter Julep. Shout out to Mademoiselle. Shout out to my guys, to my meisters of wrestling, James and, and Wolf. Yeah, I appreciate you. And shout out to everyone who interacts with me on the, the, the Twitter machine. So, and shout out to Moto, Blue B, MIA, but it's all love. I'd like to give a shout out to Mr. Anwar Starwin for joining me once again on Cast a Strong Style. Give a shout out to everyone who's been watching Best of the Super Juniors, keeping up with the action by using the hashtag Cast a Strong Style. We greatly appreciate it. Give a shout out to everybody who listens to the WrestleCast, subscribes to that show, interacts with us over there each and every week. Please support our sponsors over on CSPN.us. Click on the Amazon tab. Go buy something for Father's Day. Some of that purchase comes back to the CSPN to help keep Cast a Strong Style free each and every week. Also, check out the Dark Match. You want to hear Anwar talk about WWE and 
other things wrestling related, but not necessarily New Japan. You can only hear it on The Dark Match, and that can be found on patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Become a patron, become a backstage pass holder, and you'll automatically gain access to The Dark Match. We produce those each and every week on the CSPN, so check those out over on our Patreon page. And I think that's it, Anwar. I don't have anything else to hip the people to. Um, just continue watching Best of the Super Juniors. We'll be up early, tweeting, live tweeting, tweeting throughout the day whenever we watch. So please interact with us. Uh, rate, review, leave comments on the shows, especially if you listen through iTunes. We definitely appreciate it. Help build our profile up and let people know that we're talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling on the internet on CSPN. So for my co-host, Anwar Starwin, I'm Don DeLorente, and this has been Cast of Strong Style. Cast, Cast of Strong Style. Strong style. Strong style. Strong style.